a number of uh, fundraisers recently uh, focusing on cancer. We have talked about this a great deal. It was a story just before the news about attempts by uh, Zuckerberg, the uh, Facebook head honcho, to eliminate cancer. It's it's a story that you've seen on big television networks over the past little while, having these big fundraisers. Everybody has a story. Everybody has Everybody knows somebody who has been touched by it. Unless it's been you, though, it's difficult to put a face on the story. And uh, my next guest would not be a stereotypical um, a stereotypical person in, in I guess, the, the common North American view of somebody who would get cancer. She's in her 30s, a non-smoker, mom with a couple of young kids. And not the kind of person you would think would develop lung cancer, but Jessica Steinberg did just that. Uh, these days, she's telling people her story and how she faced it down. And Jessica is with me this morning. Jessica, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Jessica, tell me a little bit about how you found out. what. How did this all come about? Well, you know, in some ways, I was lucky that I had an unrelated injury because it was that unrelated injury that led to a chest x-ray, and that was the only way I ever would have found out um, that I had lung cancer. I, again, I was 39 when I was diagnosed. I um, was fit and healthy, and, you know, it came as a total surprise, and there was no family history, no history of smoking, no, no radon in my home, all the typical things that you would normally associate with, with lung cancer, but... Um, as it turns out, you know, all you need to get lung cancer is lungs. So, um, and I think that's a really important thing for people to know is, as unfortunately it's so stigmatized in our society. I know one of the things that you talk about when you talk to people about this is finding out as much about it as you possibly can when it happens. Why does that make a difference? It makes a tremendous difference because they have identified certain biomarkers in lung cancer that drive that particular cancer, which allows them to personalize the treatment. And so in my case, I have a, a, a genetic biomarker called ALK, and I'm ALK positive, and that diagnosis and that identification has made it so that I can move from the traditional treatments of, like, the past 20 years to a much newer, much more targeted therapy. And because of that targeted therapy, my story turned all the way around and it was truly a breakthrough moment and and I think it's really important for patients to understand that those breakthrough moments happen in lung cancer and they and they are absolutely important so you have to get your biomarkers tested that's that's of incredible importance the other thing that we need to to talk to people a lot about these days is uh, when when you're donating to a cancer charity of any sort uh, they often talk about how the money goes to uh, community groups, community uh, organizations, and groups that help you from within the community and the families as well. And how important was that to you? That was incredibly important. Um, I had the unfortunate timing of getting divorced and cancer at the same time. And so um, there were so many, so many community um, organizations that stepped in to help me and my boys and um, really took a lot of the burden off and made it much easier to be able to just focus on the fight and not have to worry about 
um, so many of the other things. So that was really a blessing. And um, that, that funding that goes to direct patient assistance like that is invaluable. Finding out as much about it, relying on your friends and your family to do all of these things, and of course, uh, when you hear stories in the news about people trying to do their best to find the answers, what does that mean to you when you hear stories about uh, people donating and and big fundraisers going on uh, and big telethons going on? What does it mean to you as a cancer survivor? I just feel incredibly blessed and lucky to have cancer in this particular time where there has never been more of a reason to have hope. And I think um, keeping focused on that hope is so important for all patients to know that th- we are living in a time right now where the, the absolute um, kind of need for hope is so, and the, and the time for hope is so warranted. So I, I really encourage people to have hope. New treatments are coming out. It seems like almost every day, mm-hmm. um, and the research that is going into um, finding cures and answers and treatments that promote, you know, longer life and better quality of life are happening all the time, and that's really important for people to know. Real pleasure to talk to you today. Thanks so much. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Jessica Steinberg, and, and you know, she talks about some of the local organizations. I mean, places like Wellspring right here, um, always in need of your help, and because they are helping people like Jessica. It's um, the stigma uh, attached to this causes people not to go and get medical attention. It, they postpone things because they're afraid of it, and that's the kinds of things that we need to, unfortunately, point out these days.